everybody. Welcome to Points of Articulation, episode 210, the least frequently recorded toy <laughs> podcast of all time. Uh, I'm your host, Justin Chang, and with me is Phil Theobald. We're back, baby. Yeah, after 10,000 years, we've returned. <laughs> Who's ready to make some monsters grow? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, you know. Toy Fair happened, and we have to talk about Toy Fair. We got to talk about Toy Fair. We got to talk about Toy Fair. Work, work may have us swamped, but even uh, even we can pull ourselves out of the depths to discuss all the wonderful new toys at Toy Fair. Of course, yes. Uh, so the way this is going to go is we're each we've each picked three things we want to talk about. Uh, obviously, there's gonna be some crossover stuff because you know you're oh, gonna. There's someone's gonna talk about Transformers, and of course, we have to talk about Transformers. So, oh, are we do, do we? I've kind of grown out of Transformers since we've last chatted. Wow. Mm-hmm. I've matured quite a bit. I'm a big boy now. <laughs> I only like toys about uh, uh, guns and gambling. Well, for the first part, you're in luck because G.I. Joe is back. Oh, yeah, that's right. They brought back G.I. Joe. In six-inch form. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, uh, I mean, this is not one of my picks, but it is right, right. interesting in that it, they're very uh, Marvel Legends, uh, Star Wars Black Series style. Yeah. Uh, which makes sense. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That seems to be a pretty popular scale for Hasbro. You know, a lot of their lines are kind of starting to use that scale, so why not uh, give it to the Joes as well? Uh, interestingly, no Cobra members shown at Toy Story. So who, who's, who's in this uh, first batch? Uh, they showed off Duke, Snake Eyes, which of you course. could get the toy for, the, the preview toy, uh, Scarlet, yeah. and Roadblock. Okay. Okay, so for... For pretty pretty well known popular Joe characters, but yeah, no uh no Cobra Commander, no Destro. Nope. Okay, no uh No Baroness, uh, just, yeah, no Zartan. No, no just generic Cobra troopers. Yeah. You know? But if they make a battle android trooper, I will definitely oh, pick that up. Yeah, that would be pretty great. Six inch bat. I'd be down for that. Um, but yeah, let's just get into our picks. Uh, again, G.I. Joe, not one of my picks, but I <laughs> but did want to bring it up. Big, big enough news that we had to mention it. Yeah. It's good to see Hasbro remembering that they own G.I. Joe. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you want to go first? Oh my gosh. I guess so. Um, well, uh, Let's just start off with Transformers. Let's get this out of the way. <laughs> Transformers? What? Transformers. That was a lie. I still love Transformers. Oh, good. I tricked you. Uh, no, Hasbro showed off a whole bunch of new Transformers stuff. I'm not going to talk about all of it, certainly. There's a lot of um, stuff. There is a lot of stuff. And and a lot of stuff that I'm not super concerned about. I mean, the, the whole uh, Cyberverse Bumblebee stuff. Which is the the you know the younger kid centric mm-hmm. line is whatever. Uh, 
Although they are bringing out a Starscream in that line that does not transform into his standard uh, F something form. What kind of jet does he turn into? Uh, F-15? I want to say F-15, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I know so much nothing about military vehicles. But we all know what I'm talking about. We all know the jet that Starscream is supposed to turn into. He does not turn into that now. He turns into a presumably Cybertronian jet. But not a Tetrajet. But not a Tetrajet. Yeah, not his traditional Tetrajet form. He turns into uh, what is essentially the Vic Viper from Gradius, Mm -hmm. which I'm totally going to get. It's fantastic. It looks exactly like... Well, I mean, not exactly, but very, it's like 85% the Vic Viper. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Um, they also announced a bunch of the uh, studio series, which is the, the movie line, which I'm not uh, terribly interested in unless it's Devastator. Um, but And there's some repaints for the uh, new Netflix show. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um yeah, so they yeah they have this Netflix show coming out, uh, which looks eh, whatever. Yeah, I, we 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 were talking. The voice cast is all like YouTubers. I mean, then they could be good. Uh, I mean, sure, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, it's a lot of a lot of repaints of some of the uh, recent like War for Cybertron uh, uh, stuff, which. You know, I'm I'm not terribly interested in what your Mirage is your favorite. Oh man, and that <laughs> and that particular Mirage toy, <laughs> which I don't I don't know. We may not have talked about this. We probably didn't. Yeah, because um, I did get that new Mirage toy in the uh, in that Amazon bundle where it was like Mirage and Impactor. So I got the clear uh, the the clear blue version of that. Uh, Mirage toy. That toy is terrible. That, <laughs> like the old classics Mirage toy. I mean, we all know Mirage and as a character. Nobody likes Mirage, but at least the old classics Mirage toy was really good. It was fun to transform, and it was really poseable and everything. And the vehicle mode looked really nice. This new Mirage toy is mm, no, 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 no good. <laughs> No good. His arms fold up to become uh, the spoiler on his vehicle mode, which just looks terrible because you have this nice kind of streamlined car and then these two giant square boxes that come together to form one giant rectangular box of a spoiler. Just ugh, no. Um, I am a little interested in the... I presumably new character named Scrap Face, which is a repaint of the reflector figure. Just because I kind of like that that figure, and he's got an interesting uh, paint scheme. It's kind of like you know red and blues and and grays. So he's kind of neat. I, I might pick him up, but the rest, eh, whatever. Yeah, but. But the stuff I really want to talk about is is the uh, the Earthrise War for Cybertron Earthrise. Uh, again, bunch of toys. I'm just going to run through some of my personal highlights. Uh, the big one, uh, literally, 
is uh, the new Titan class figure, Scorponok. This looks amazing. It looks great. Holy cow. Um, I, ha- I, I still do have. I had it back in the day, and I found it at my parents' place uh, a while ago and brought it back with me, my, my old G1 Scorponok figure, which I loved. And this just looks like we took that old toy, made it bigger, carved a little more detail into it, and uh, and now it's coming out. And it looks great. Scorponok look, Scorponok looks fantastic. Uh, he's got the you know the same giant robot into a giant scor- metal scorpion into a Decepticon base uh, modes. Um. He is now. He used because he he's a headmaster. That was he was one of the the headmaster figures back in the day, and he had because his his rival in the fiction uh, back in the G one days was Fortress Maximus, mm-hmm. and Fortress Maximus was at the time the largest transformer ever made, and he had that kind of double headmaster gimmick, right? Where, uh. Fortress Maximus's head transformed into a you know, smaller but still pretty large robot, and then that robot that robot had a head that transformed into a standard size headmaster figure. Uh, Scorponok did not have that back in the day. He just had a standard tiny headmaster that transformed into his head, but then he also had a big helmet that popped on to make his head look larger. Uh, but this time around... Uh, they're doing the double headmaster thing with him, which is kind of cool. So Scorponok has a, you know, he's he's a big figure, so he has a giant head that transforms into a, uh, like deluxe sized uh robot to use the the modern terminology, and then uh that uh that robot's head transforms into the standard uh, headmaster size, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so. Yeah, it it makes for a really great looking toy. Yeah, I was telling you, uh, when I first got back into collecting Transformers, uh, the first one I got was Scorponok, G1 Scorponok. Oh, nice. It's a great toy. Mm -hmm. It's a really fun toy. And I am excited to see how the G1 toy is dwarfed by the... (laughs) (laughs) Because that's always the case now. Like all these toys we had when we were kids and we were so convinced are like oh this is the biggest toy ever it's huge and then they bring out the new one and our old toy comes up to like its knee so i'm very curious to see a size comparison between g1 and new earthrise scorponok yeah the problem with all these giant toys though is like where are you gonna put them uh, right now in their boxes in my closet <laughs> <laughs> because i have I have like all these Titan Masters, Justin. It's not good. I got the Titan Master Devastator. I got uh, uh, the Predaking. I got uh, Metroplex. I have Fortress Maximus. I have Trypticon. I have a lot of these giant, giant toys. And then I got that stupid Unicron on the way. That's true. And yes, maybe I did pre-purchase Scorponok already. Maybe I have an order <laughs> in for him already. Ugh, it's terrible. It's not good. I need, I need a bigger place and larger display cases. 
Um, you know what else I'm going to need a big display case for? What's that? Uh, their new Commander Class toy uh, that Hasbro's putting out. Because Commander Class, this is their new kind of halfway between Leader Class and Titan Class mm. uh, size that they made. They just put out a, not just, but recently put out a, a, a Jetfire in this Commander Class size. Uh, but they are doing uh, Skylinks. Amusingly enough. Now, uh, you know me. Yes. I'm no yes. fan of Skylinks. I, I only know one person who actually is actively a fan of Skylinks. <laughs> and we work with him. Uh, but this toy does look very cool. It really does. Um, now, Hasbro put out a Skylinks, uh, I guess, probably a couple of years ago at this point, uh, in the uh, Combiner Wars line, where he was a Voyager class. And uh, Skylinks' whole gimmick, for those who may not be aware. And why would you be? He's Skylinks. No one talks about Skylinks. Skylinks was an old G1 Transformer. Uh, he was a weird, weird toy. Uh, he, so his, his alt mode, he's a space shuttle with a, a cargo hold? Sure. Underneath? Sure. Basically, it's like, yeah, you got a space shuttle and then there is a basically a blue and red box that connects to the undercarriage of the space shuttle. And that was for transporting goods, I guess. I guess. But um, the space shuttle part could transform into a uh, kind of prehistoric-looking bird creature. You know, not... Not quite a pterodactyl or anything, because his head was just, imagine the front end of the space shuttle just popping out on a on a flexible neck, and then having a jaw hinge open up. Yeah, like a dragon head, kind of. Yeah, exactly. And then the, uh, the little blue and red kind of storage box would transform into a lynx, a robotic lynx, a mm-hmm. robotic cat. Uh, so you had these two, uh, animals, and then those two animals could merge together into a kind of four-legged, winged dragon creature. And that was typically how in the fiction, like in the cartoon or in the comic books, that was typically Skylinx's default robot mode, was this four-legged dragon thing. Um... And then when they brought out this uh, Voyager-sized uh, combiner figure a couple years ago, uh, they had to eliminate the separate animal modes. So you had the, the space shuttle with the little box, and then he turned into the four-legged mode, and then he could turn into a, a combiner torso, which was a new feature for the character. Uh, but now they are doing the toy as it was kind of meant to be. They're doing the larger scale which is because he was one of the bigger G1 toys. And he has all the all the forms you expect. But then they added another mode as well, uh, where uh, his, his Lynx uh, storage container mode kind of unfolds into like a launch pad for his shuttle, which is pretty neat. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and it looks really nice. It actually looks like a really cool toy. So... I, I ordered that one too. <laughs> of course. Yeah. 
And strangely enough, and and we noticed this uh, looking at the pictures, uh, Hasbro must have struck some deal with NASA because uh, the space shuttle has NASA branding on it, mm-hmm. which is really weird and seems kind of unnecessary. But okay, sure, why not? Um, so that's great. Um. I'm going to try and fly through a couple of uh, these other ones. Like, there's a leader class double dealer, which is an old uh, G1 character uh, who his his gimmick was he had uh, one vehicle mode. It was like a, a kind of missile uh, launching, like a vehicle, and then he could turn into a robot or a, like a like an eagle or hawk or something a giant robotic bird. And the gimmick was, he was like a, you know, as the name double dealer suggests, he's like a double agent. So like the bird was a Decepticon and the robot was an Autobot. So he could like switch sides or spy on whatever faction you want him to. Uh, so yeah, we're getting a toy of him, which is pretty cool. And, um, Oh, we're getting a Voyager class, uh, Quintesson. Yeah, this is cool. This is crazy. Um, Quintessons, uh, if you've seen the old 1986 Transformers animated movie, and you absolutely should, uh, Quintessons were, uh, the, the race of, uh, the hovering tentacled multi faced villains. Guilty or innocent? Innocent. There you go. As they say in the movie. Yeah, they're basically just big, uh, hovering eggs with tentacles and like five faces that could rotate and they had different personalities. Uh, and in all these years, we have never gotten an official G1 Quintesson figure. Despite them being a, um, you know, secondary villain in the animated movie and then uh, kind of turning into major enemies in the third season of the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Never got a toy. Now we get a toy, and they look it looks great. It looks fantastic. Um, I know they. <laughs> I know they had to throw some sort of transformation <laughs> gimmick in there. Did they though? Yeah, they probably shouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, they. <laughs> this uh, this toy kind of unfolds a little bit and turns into something. I still don't really know (laughs) what it is. It's like all the faces kind of flip up so you can't see them, but it's very obvious that it's something just you're seeing the backside of something and uh, a little thing unfurls and there's a, a tiny little cage that apparently is big enough to hold a MicroMaster uh, Transformer, which is cute. Sure. But, okay. <laughs> it looks really bad. Yeah. It, Luckily. It, it does look really bad. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, uh, the uh, Quintesson mode has not been uh, compromised uh, to, to compensate for this transformation gimmick, because the the Quintessa mode looks outstanding. Yeah. And nobody's going to take them out of that mode anyway. So, yeah, I know the line is called Transformers, and they probably felt they had to 
have this transform somehow, despite the characters not being able to transform in any of the previous fiction, but I think we would have been fine with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of going along with that, in, in the uh, Transformers movie, the Quintessons were the cruel masters of the Sharkticons. Yeah, those those big kind of chunky, uh, weird, two-legged shark monster things. Mm-hmm. And we've gotten a few toys of those recently. Uh, but there was also uh, another, and see, this was weird, because back in the day, this was never really explained. They just looked like different-looking Sharkticons. You know, there were there were these other robot monsters that they controlled, but they didn't look like the standard Sharkticons, but they didn't have a name or anything. Uh, in years since, they have been branded the Alicons, because they look vaguely more like an alligator. Oh, I, I thought it's because they look like Ally McBeal. <laughs> that is why Harrison Ford has pre-ordered 10,000 of these figures. Because he loves Ally McBeal. Mm-hmm. They're doing an Alicon toy. Yeah. Out of nowhere. That's great. Yeah, I'm excited. He looks... I don't know what to make of this toy. Like, the robot mode looks outstanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we're just looking at renders. We're not... Uh, like, I'm looking at a render here. Um, I I mean, the, the... The the monster mode, the alligator, quote-unquote, mode, looks pretty good, too. But it also just kind of looks like if you have the robot standing one way is the robot mode. And then if you just kind of rotate him 180 degrees. Yeah. There's his, his animal mode. Yeah, it really does. The <laughs> arms are really not helping. No. Because, <laughs> it, yeah, it's like the you have standard-looking robot arms, and then right at the elbow joint, there are these spindly little animal, like, T-Rex arms hanging off of them. And in robot mode, it's like, it just kind of looks like, okay, kind of looks like he has four arms, sort of. And then when you flip him to animal mode, it just looks like, well, there's his big, chunky robot arms sort of just pointing backwards. And we're just pretending we don't see those because all we're supposed to see are the tiny little T-Rex arms. Mm-hmm. So it <laughs> looks a little weird. Yeah, I I think for me personally, I would have preferred they make the alligator part look yeah. better and then just <laughs> make sacrifices on the robot part. I agree. Yeah, I agree. But I don't know, whatever. You actually do see these guys in robot mode in the movie a fair bit. True. Um, and, and I mean, like the, the Sharkticons, you, you see the Sharkticons in robot mode in the movie, but primarily like their big action sequence, they're all in their little shark mode fighting. And usually in the movie, the Alicons, you know, they don't, they don't have a big kind of action sequence where they're in animal mode. Mm-hmm. It's usually just them in robot mode, like, Shoving uh, Autobots into jail cells and stuff like that. Or so. getting Energon goodies. Oh, yeah, that's right. They do get there. And, and again, they got, they're, in, they're in robot mode when they're munching on those Energon goodies. Until, you know, cup runs empty. Uh, well, this is getting expensive. <laughs> so, 
But you know what? I'm just delighted we're getting we're getting those. So, um, but yeah, those. I mean, those are kind of the highlights. We're also, I mean, we're getting a triple changing Snapdragon, which Ooh, is I'm exciting. very excited about that. Yeah, I'm I'm really stoked about that because we did get Ape Face, mm-hmm. and recently. Ape Face and Snapdragon are two of my favorites. Yeah, I mean, they're they're you know they're the uh, horror cons, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. So, um. We're getting an, another new deluxe class RC, which the whole ha- top of the car is. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's weird because it's like yeah, you know, we're getting a really nice looking RC figure based on her G one appearance, and like in vehicle mode, she looks fantastic. In robot mode, she looks fantastic. But also to get her into those two modes, yeah, you basically just pop off the back half of her vehicle mode, <laughs> and like two little panels flip out for a like hoverboard <laughs> mode. Sure, but it doesn't look like a hoverboard at all. It just Not looks like she's standing on the back half of her vehicle mode. <laughs> and I guess that was the compromise they made. To avoid her having a giant backpack that was just the back half of her vehicle mode folded folded up on her back. I'm fine with it, personally. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, if you're going to display your figures in robot mode, whatever. Yeah, it's fine. Like, like I said, her robot mode does look fantastic. Mm-hmm. It looks really, really accurate to uh, her appearance in the old cartoon and everything, so... But if you're a if you're a stickler about parts forming, you will be very disappointed. Uh, oh, we missed the biggest news: wing oh, thing. Oh yes, a new wing thing. New wing thing because now this is a this is a Hasbro Select set that is coming out, and this is going to be uh uh it's it's a four pack of uh repaints of the cassettes uh that came out for Earthrise. Um or or not Earthrise, whatever it was before Earthrise. The war the War for Cybertron Soundwave figure came with a, a frenzy and a rat bat, I believe. Or or you could buy them separately. Yeah, so we're getting uh repaints. It, it's a four pack and and it's a uh, rumble. <laughs> this time rumble. rumble is blue. Art, uh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Rumble's blue this time. And, uh, Wing Thing, who is a orange repaint of Ratbat. And Wing Thing originally was Action Master Soundwave's partner. Yep. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, another nice Action Master homage. Uh, and then the. The four pack filling out the rest of the four pack are uh, uh, two more repaints of the Rumble Frenzy mold and the Ratbat mold, as uh, the characters Knock and Scar. Mm. And Knock and Scar, if I remember correctly, are they Double Dealers partners? That would make sense. I believe that is the case. I am double checking this. Yes. So, so a G1 double dealer 
I mean, we were talking about the new double dealer that's coming out. Uh, in addition to having that triple changing and kind of like faction swapping gimmick, uh, very similar to like the old uh, punch counter punch toy. Uh, uh, Double Dealer was also a Power Master. And Power Masters in the old G1 days, they were kind of like Headmasters, uh, but instead of their little robot buddies turning into their heads, they would turn into engines. They're even lazier than Headmasters. <laughs> even very much so. Uh, but they had, they had the gimmick of, um, you would transform their little partner into their engine plug the engine into their vehicle mode, which then unlocked their ability to transform into robot mode. Because when you plugged the engine in, it it flipped a little switch or something. <coughs> oh, excuse my cough. Uh, but yeah, it, un- it basically unlocked uh, the ability to transform them. And Double Dealer came with two little Power Masters. And you would trans... Knock was the Autobot Power Master. And it, you, when you plugged knock in, that allowed the vehicle to turn into the Autobot robot character. And then Scar was the Decepticon Power Master. And if you plugged him in, it allowed him to turn into uh, the, the, the bird mode. And because this new toy is not a... Uh, you know they they don't have the power master feature uh what they what they have done is now you can buy these two characters uh as cassette repaints and the i mean to be honest the the old uh engines kind of just looked like these cassettes anyway so it's not that much of a stretch uh so you can get these two little uh characters to team up with your double dealer even if they don't uh, specifically interact with him the way their G1 counterparts did. Mm-hmm. But it's a it's a cute idea. Yeah. Um, I just want the site because of wing thing. But. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 I am. I mean, I'm going to get double dealer anyway, so I want to have the two uh, buddies as well. But there you go. Obviously, you want to get wing thing. Of course. Yeah. And uh, that, like like I said, this is one of the uh, uh, generations select line. So it's not going to be uh mass retail kind of thing. So you, uh, you know, you'll have to pop on to like Hasbro Pulse or Big Bad Toy Store or something and order it through there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, again, there's tons of other Transformer stuff coming out and we would be here all day if we talked about all <laughs> of them. But those are those are kind of the highlights for me. Yeah, we got to move on, sadly. Who's that new Transformer with Optimus Prime? Double Dealer, the Power Master Mercenary. Only the Power Master Mercenary can become an Autobot or a Decepticon. What's your uh, What's your first pick here? Uh, I'll stick with Hasbro and talk about Marvel Legends. Hmm. Um. There's a lot of new Marvel Legend toys coming out, of course. Marvel's yeah. pretty popular. I don't know if you knew that, but uh, uh, I'm a DC guy. Uh, you know, I like my I like my toys darker and edgier. <laughs> Why'd you say that name? Uh, (laughs) So I, yeah, the one Marvel Legends series I want to talk about in particular are uh, the Spider-Man series. Oh, yes. And 
the reason why I care about this Spider-Man series is that it's paying homage to the old 90s uh, Fox Kids Spider-Man show. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, there's Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Very much like the uh, the Fox version of Gwen Stacy. Uh, Peter Parker. Yeah. As a photographer. Uh, he's wearing glasses, which he didn't wear usually in the uh oh, yeah, in the series. Right. There's an alternate head where it's like half Spider Man, half glasses free Peter Parker. Yeah. But did the I, did the glasses come off? I I can't really I don't think so. Uh and it's Yeah. Yeah. It's weird too, because they're trying to go for like kind of a stylized like comic book thing with the glasses too, where like the lenses are just like painted white, mm-hmm. um, which looks a little weird. Yeah, especially if you're, you know, like you said, doing this '90s cartoon homage, where he he really didn't wear the glasses. But I don't know. Maybe they come off. I hope so. Yeah, uh, and of course, Spider Man. That's the last yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, I really like these. The packaging is very evocative of the 90s show, uh, and yep. the 90s toys that went along with it. And yep. I love that show. And yeah. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Like the, I'm looking through these pictures, uh, of the display that they had, and they actually have the, uh, cause the packaging is made to the, the, the packaging is made to look like the old 90s packaging. Mm hmm. And it looks really great. Uh, but, like, even in the, the display case, they have the old Toy Biz toys on display as well. So you can kind of, like, compare the two. And, like, they have the Toy Biz version of Peter Parker, who is clearly not wearing glasses. Yeah, that's that's a really weird decision. But. Yeah, I I don't get it. Um, Yeah, it, it, it looks like they were just trying to sneak a comic book Peter Parker into this line. Where he doesn't really necessarily belong, but oh, it looks like Gwen Stacy has an alternate head for uh, Mary Jane. Oh, okay. They did not wear the same outfits, so that's weird. But well, you know, women are all the same. <laughs> that's what that's what Hasbro's telling me. Yikes! Yep. Uh, but pop yeah. the head off, pop another one on. A whole new person. <laughs> uh, yeah, I really, I'm probably gonna pick these up just because. Yeah. Like I said, I really like that '90s show. No, yeah, they look pretty great. Uh, there's a whole bunch of other Marvel Legends stuff, but, uh, yeah, don't need to go into all that. Call me, call me when they do a Venom figure, uh, that comes in a truck mm. with, uh, with horn honking action. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> oh, here's something that might interest you. They're doing a new, uh, Miss Marvel for the new Avengers I game. Saw that. Um, in, in the time since we recorded, uh, I did, I, I bought, I bought a, a Marvel Legends figure. I do not have many Marvel Legends figures. Uh, but I did, uh, pick up the, uh, the Squirrel Girl, uh, Marvel Legends figure that came out. Because, of course. And because, yeah, I love, uh, love the unbeatable Squirrel Girl comic. And it's, it's Squirrel Girl, for crying out loud. She comes with three squirrels. And a scooter, for some reason. Yeah, her She's trademark scooter. She's got like a she's got a Vespa that she rides around in like she's uh Haru Haruko or something. Uh Ooh, you should give that figure a little guitar. 
Oh, I absolutely. I wonder, is there a, there's got to be a Marvel Legends scale guitars. I'm sure there out is. there somewhere. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, so I, I got her on her, her little scooter and I was like, well, you know, if, if I have Squirrel Girl here, I should, I should pick up the, uh, Ms. Marvel figures so they can, cause they're, they're buddies in the, in the content, in the comics continuity and stuff. Mm hmm. So I was like, okay. So I, I went on eBay and just picked up a loose, uh, Ms. Marvel, uh, uh, for, for cheap. Uh, it's like, you know, maybe f- 15 bucks or something. Um, yeah, it was, anyway, I mean, it was not used. It was, it was open, but, uh, you know, it was someone obviously harvesting the build a figure parts and right. then selling off the regular figure. But, and of course, I'm talking about, uh, the, uh, uh, Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel, in case I'm, I'm sure everyone assumed that. But, uh, but yeah, so I can have them, uh, kind of posing together and hanging out together. But yeah, they got a new one, uh, and this is, this is based on the game. Right. The new Avengers game. But it looks, I mean, I, I, I haven't grabbed my other one to compare. I, I don't know how much of it is new. Is it just kind of a repaint of the old one? It's probably a repaint. Yeah. So, uh, the, oh, I just What's clicking through here. The, the Deadpool movie toys are pretty cool too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Cause they're doing like, uh, uh, Thanos and Domino and, and, uh, uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead. <laughs> it's cable, not Thanos. I'm pretty sure. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure in the movie, Deadpool calls him Thanos. <laughs> so I think I'm right. I mean, that's, that's on screen. That's canon. But yeah, for all you Josh Brolin fans, get, yeah. get another Josh Brolin figure. This is a, a brand Walsh uh, figure, <laughs> all grown up, ready to go or, go explore the uh, the caverns beneath the goondocks. That the cable toy actually looks pretty great. Too. Yeah, all of these got, all of these Deadpool toys look really good. Yeah, Domino the Domino one looks really good. Mm-hmm. I mean. I would imagine uh, Domino's hair would be pretty hard to get correct, uh, just because it's there's there's a lot of it, mm-hmm. but uh, it looks really good. And yeah, movie Deadpool. Have, has there been a movie Deadpool figure before? I don't think so. Yeah, like specifically styled after like Ryan Reynolds' costume, right? I I don't remember there being one. I mean, obviously, there's been a million Deadpool figures, but. I don't remember one based specifically on the movie. Oh, that's a pretty good likeness of Ian McKellen for that Magneto figure. Uh, oh, geez. Yeah, look at that. I mean, it's a bad that- likeness of uh, Michael Fassbender. <laughs> yeah, because this is another thing where they're doing the... They're they're doing uh, uh, Charles and, and Eric uh, figures, but they have two different heads for the, the two different actors. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that Fassbender head does not look, does not look like him. But then Ian McKellen looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the two, uh, Xavier heads look pretty good though. Mm-hmm. I want to get that, uh, that Charles for sure. So I can have my new old Picard figure. Oh, yeah. There it is. 
Yeah, there's some really good looking toys coming out here from uh, Marvel Legends. Yeah. All right, so, we, we gotta move on. We're just okay, gonna talk about Marvel Legends forever. Watch an exciting all new Spider-Man next Saturday morning on Fox Kids. My next pick. Uh, let's let's bounce over to Lego. Lego, that's for kids. Lego, it is absolutely for kids and uh, cool teens. <laughs> and uh, and that's it because that's the age range. I that know. is it. Yep, from ages eight to eighteen. Um. They revealed the new uh series twenty of the uh blind band blind bag collectible figures. Yeah, that's crazy. They revealed the whole series. Yeah, yeah. You've and I I didn't really realize this, but you pointed out to me that yeah, they usually at Toy Fair just show off a couple of them. But now they showed off the whole line. And it's a it's an interesting line. You and I were going through it at uh uh together a couple days ago. And there is I mean there's some stuff that's kind of like eh, but also some really awesome stuff mm-hmm. in this line as well. Yeah. Um uh let's see here. I'm just going to run down their list real quick. Like I said, some of these are are pretty interesting. Some of them are kind of like, yeah, we'll just pass over them. Uh but we got a 10th anniversary brick suit guy. I'll take another the, brick suit. Absolutely. We got uh two brick suits before in what? Red and blue. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting a green one, which is great. Um we have a someone they call a guitar rocker, but that's not entirely accurate. Because this this rocker is a keytar rocker. Yeah. Why are they calling it guitar rocker? It's a keytar rocker. So important difference. A very important difference, and of course, I'm way more interested in a guitar rocker than a a guitar rocker, especially when he's wearing those hot pink pants and a black leather jacket, and with a with a stylish uh, mullet as well. <laughs> so he's pretty great. Uh, we got Sleepy Girl, which is it's, it's a little kid in her jammies. Mm, uh, eh. She has a little stuffed bunny. Eh, this little stuffed bunny's cute. Uh, drone pilot, who is just a just a dude, but he has a new uh, drone piece, which is kind of neat. Uh, it's got four independently spinning rotors on it, which is pretty cool. I'm sure we'll see that piece show up in uh, a bunch of city sets mm-hmm. later. Um, and th- there's another one that uh, the brick fan. I'm this I'm reading this list off of the brickfan.com. I'm assuming this is not the official name of this figure. No, they're getting into that <laughs> license now. Uh Red Ranger is what they're calling this. Yeah, Power Rangers. I mean it's a Power Ranger. But not no, it's not it's not actually a Power Ranger. Yeah, it's but I mean it is it is clearly a super sentai inspired uh character. Yeah, and for that, that reason, this is the minifig I want the most. Oh, absolutely. It looks great. Uh it's got an awesome looking like, you know, Power Rangery helmet with like a big V-shaped crest uh carrying some sort of like cool uh I mean this is a piece that's been used, this kind of transparent kind of energy sword piece. 
Uh, but it looks great. It, it looks like to the point where when I first saw this, I had to ask you, did Lego strike some deal? Is this like one of the Sentai series that I am not familiar with, which is most of them? <laughs> I was like, cause this looks too authentic that it has to be real, but you did assure me that it is not. Uh, but it looks great. And I really hope Lego finds a, a way to release this in other colors. Mm-hmm. So we, because I mean, what's the what's the point of having one uh, Super Sentai character if you don't have a, a team? Exactly. Yeah. So, um, there is a, uh, uh, and and again, you pointed this out to me. It's it's uh it's Daniel San from the it, Karate Kid. It, it, it's just Danielson. Yeah, I mean it is. It's, I mean they they can play it off as just like, oh, it's just a a karate character. It's just a a martial arts boy. But no, it's 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 Danielson. He's got the he's got the white uh, karate outfit on. He's got his he's got friggin' Ralph Macchio hair mm-hmm. for crying out loud. So yeah, it's it's Daniel, uh, and. <laughs> And there was a, I forget which uh, series it was, but there was uh, multiple series ago, someone in a skeleton costume that looked exactly like the skeleton costumes that, uh, it was Johnny, right? Mm-hmm. Johnny yep. and his uh, cronies wore in uh, in the movie, so. There you go. Get you your really... karate kid set right there. Exactly. Uh, we got a uh, track and field athlete. Uh, she's just a, she's a athlete. She's got a medal. And I guess this is supposed to be a javelin and a discus. Yeah. But I mean, it's just, it's, it's a spear and shield. Yeah. It's a spear. It's yeah. It's, I mean, javelins don't look like spears, man. (laughs) Javelins, javelins don't have a, 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 like like an arrowhead strapped to the front of them. You're not trying to you're not trying to drive a javelin into your enemy and then you know have it stay there or cause damage when you remove it. It's a javelin, man. It's not a weapon of war. But so she she comes with a spear slash javelin and a shield slash discus. I guess whatever. Uh, we got a, a diver who, uh, just, just a, just a diver. Um, I like the little sea turtle, but yeah, she does come with a little, uh, looks like a little baby sea turtle or I don't know if it's supposed to be a baby, but it's a, it's a tiny little sea turtle. The sea turtle figure is adorable looking. So I will, I will get this just for the sea turtle. Uh, the diver is just kind of looks like a diver. Mm-hmm. Let's see. We got a, uh, pirate lady looks just like a looks like a you know pirate lady it's like cutthroat island (laughs) finally finally i figured to add to my gina davis collection but uh yeah just whatever uh uh we got a uh uh rocket uh kid it's a kid with a uh He's got a got a got some plans for a rocket on a little tile. He's wearing a shirt that has an old uh 
Lego space set on it. Yeah, that's really which, cool. Now I I want this just for the shirt. And then he has a little brick built uh, rocket to launch. And uh, the brick built rocket has the NASA logo on it as well. Because we know Lego and NASA are like best buddies. I don't think that kid works for NASA, though. <laughs> are you saying he's misrepresenting uh, NASA? Yeah. With with his rocket launch? Has, mm-hmm. has, has this kid gone to the local news <laughs> and claimed that uh, NASA's about to launch a new rocket like <laughs> in his neighborhood? Uh, oh, the... Uh, these these waves always have uh, some people in crazy costumes, and uh, one of the crazy costumes this time is uh, the llama llama girl. Mm-hmm. She's wearing a llama llama suit, which it's very similar to the giraffe suit, where uh, she's peeking out of the the neck hole, and then there's a little llama head on top of her. So, you're welcome, Jeff Minter. <laughs> Lego's got your back. Uh, we got a Viking dude. Just looks like a Viking. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a he's got a big uh, burly red beard. I like the beard piece. Yeah, he's got a like a, one of those Viking helmets that kind of goes over your whole head. So, I mean, you know, if you're if you're into Vikings, this is a pretty cool looking figure. Yeah, for me, I'm kind of like, eh, whatever. But you know, I could I could see people getting stoked about a Viking guy. Um. Uh. But there's also a uh, a knight. Speaking of dudes in armor, just a just a knight. This is one of the most boring figures. I mean, this yeah, thing. this this looks like it. Just looks like we had a leftover castle figure from like 1991. Yeah, let's just throw him in. Whatever. Yeah, kind of pro- probably the dullest figure out of this bunch is uh, the knight. He's wearing one of those kind of bucket head helmets with just the little. RoboCop uh, visor cutout things. Now, if it were RoboCop, I'd be much more interested. Oh, man. Maybe we uh, we could pretend this is medieval RoboCop. Ah, okay. Some sort of uh, alt-universe uh, RoboCop where, uh, you know, he's he's slain by uh, Sir Clarence of Boddicker. <laughs> and <laughs> There's an Ed 209 made of wood. <laughs> oh, Oh, Shoots I was arrows out of the arms. Oh, don't, no. <laughs> Justin. I was just kidding, but now you're making me want this. Some sort of mechanical clockwork Ed two hundred nine, and you know it would have been piloted, right? Of course. Like Dick Jones would have been inside uh, the 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 giant head, like pulling levers and winding gears and stuff. To make this uh, clockwork Ed two hundred nine work, yeah, and those giant his 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 big fat forearms would be full of arrows. Oh man, oh, I kind of want this now. <laughs> Jeez, okay. Anyway, uh, the final three we got. Uh, oh, another another costume. Uh, you know, a lot of times there's an animal costume and, uh, and there's a food costume. Food costume this time is a uh, pea girl. Mm. P-E-A, P-E-A, though. P-E-A. P-E-A, I can assure you. <laughs> uh, Peapod. How about that? Sure. Peapod girl. She's a pod person. Yeah. She. Oh, my gosh. She is a pod person. Yeah, we got a pod pod person lady. Uh, Yeah, she's wearing a... And it's... 
And it's like the other food costumes, like the banana or whatever, where it's a kind of that sandwich board you slip over their head and it goes down the body. Um, yeah, it's just a big pea pod. Um, but her head is sticking out of uh, the third pea. It looks really cute. And she comes with an apple for some reason. Yeah, that's weird. I don't. Other than those are both things that are grown and then are edible. I don't see the connection. I don't usually eat peas and apples. Like, the the llama girl? Maybe they mixed... Oh, man, I wonder if this display mixed up the accessories. Because the llama girl is holding a carrot. Because when I think peas, I think peas and carrots. Right. Right? So I wonder if the llama girl is supposed to be holding the apple and the pea girl is supposed to be holding the carrot. The pea pod girl supposed to be holding the javelin and the llama girl supposed to be holding the keytar <laughs> that makes sense that makes sense i don't know whatever the case is i'm just gonna buy the uh pea girl and have her surrounded by lego poop gross pee and poo gross pee and poo get it there it is uh we got uh hip-hop girl she just looks like a break dancer yeah it's really cool. She looks she looks pretty cool. She's got uh yeah, just like kind of 80s uh breakdancer clothes on and she's got her boombox and she looks pretty cool. She's got she's she's uh got her long hair uh with her kind of sideways uh hat making her look really uh street tough like she's ready to uh bust a move. <laughs> Uh, ready for a dance-off. Mm-hmm. Uh, ready for, uh... Some sort of uh, electric boogaloo. Oh, perhaps, if we're lucky. So, yeah. Don't step to her with your weak sauce dance moves, friends. Because you'll get slapped down. Uh, finally, we got, uh, Pinata Boy. That's what they call him. Just, uh little kid he's got a uh rainbow poncho on he's got a sombrero which uh both look fantastic and he has a please don't sue us Fortnite uh pinata exactly yeah a new little uh pinata you know just, just like the little animal uh accessories that are just like a little molded animal piece he's got a little pinata piece and it's all uh it's all decked out in like yellows and blues and pinks and purples it looks really nice and of course, he comes with a stick for for busting open that pinata. Mm-hmm. So, uh, pretty pretty good line for the most part. There's a there's a couple duds in there that I'm not too interested in, but are they, you know some pretty high highs in there. I mean, you're probably just gonna get the whole set off eBay, right? I probably will. Yeah, I mean, man, you know the the standing around in a store and and feeling the figures. I mean, I can do it. I, you know, we got pretty good at it Mm -hmm. (laughs) over all these waves, but man, lately I just can't bring myself to, to care. You know, I just don't want to bother. I don't want to stand around in a store for half an hour fiddling and, and feeling all those bags. Yeah. It's just, it's a, it's a pain in the butt. And it's like my, my, I've, I've reached a point. Maybe I'm maturing. Maybe at 45 years of age, I'm finally maturing. (laughs) 
uh, I have reached a point where my time is more valuable than, uh, than that. Yeah. So yeah, these past, past couple waves, I have just gone on eBay and bought a complete set off someone usually for not a significant price increase either. It's like maybe an extra buck a figure, which you know what? That's worth it. That's worth me not having to waste my time hanging around the store. So, yep. But your experiment this week, Joel, is called Pod People. It has nothing to do with pods. It has nothing to do with people. It has everything to do with herding. Uh, Ghostbusters. Specifically, oh, I guess I have a little like cartoon theme going on here. Oh, uh, specifically, yeah. the Kenner Classics figures for the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Yeah. Uh, this is a line exclusive to Walmart. And, uh, yeah, it's just Kenner style real Ghostbusters toys. Oh, this is, this is Walmart exclusive, huh? Yep. Oh, man. I, I will never see these then because I know our Walmarts are awful. Our local Walmart is just the worst. Uh, but yeah, the, like, got the retro packaging and yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. No, these look, I mean, they look exactly like the old toys. <laughs> so, and I'm fine with that because yeah, right, right I, down to the packaging. I had some of these. I did not have the complete Ghostbusters set, and oh, really? Now I could potentially, if nice. I if I really wanted to, and I could get a Slimer and a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Yeah, they're doing. Uh... But no uh, fearsome flusher though. So what's the point? <laughs> That, of course, was the toilet that would flip open to reveal a scary ghost face. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Or the, uh, where's the, the garbage man who, uh, you could flip, uh, flip his garbage can over his head to reveal a weird bug monster. Yeah, he became a fly and little wings would pop out of his legs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about the wings. But, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, and- interestingly... Uh, mm-hmm. They're doing Kenner style for the movie Ghostbusters as well. Uh, ah. I mean, they don't really look like the Kenner toys, but they're more cartoony than the standard Ghostbusters toys. Right. Yeah, they're doing, uh, they're kind of going all in with uh, Ghostbusters figures, which that's totally cool. I'm fun with that. Yeah. Hopefully the new movie's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I mean, I hope. I want it to be. I really want it to be. But we shall see. But yeah, I apparently just care about old toys. <laughs> you just want to buy the same old crap you used to buy. Exactly. Well, yeah. now I have money for it. Oh, that's true. That is true. We don't. Uh, we don't have to rely on uh, birthdays mm-hmm. to get us our, our toys. But uh, yeah, I'm flipping through some of these uh, Ghostbuster stuff, and they they seem to be kind of going in with the uh, slime gimmick as well for some of these. Yeah, I'm not, little, getting, like, I'm not getting any slime. They got like little buckets of slime, and there's a, a ectoplasm lab. It looks kind of like a like an old like slime pit toy. Yeah, they're doing uh, they're doing lots of weird stuff, and they're they're doing um, 
realistic looking Ghostbusters too. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they're 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 doing the kind of stylized cartoony style, like you were talking about, but they also have kind of like Marvel Legends uh, caliber uh, figures as well. If you want to, uh, if you want uh, a, a more realistic take on the uh, the Ghostbusters, yep, which is pretty cool. And there's a uh, Neutrono wand. Uh, oh yeah, as well. yeah, which is really nice looking. So if you uh if you like collecting props or uh you, know, you uh are are into cosplay and want a nice uh kind of pre-built good-looking uh Ghostbuster wand there it is. Just don't cross the look- streams. Oh my goodness now. That would be uh extraordinarily not great if I can re- yep, exactly. remember the Egon quote. Yep, that's the line. Egon Egon Stangler, uh, the uh, the leader of the Ghostbusters. Oh, you know what? This this was not one of my things uh, that I want to talk about, but I'm going to mention it briefly. Uh, NECA is doing some prop replicas as well, mm. and the ones that specifically stood out to me is they are doing prop replicas of um, some. Weapons from Batman the Animated Series. Oh, yeah. Did you see those? Those are pretty cool. They look amazing. I mean, they're they're super stylized. I mean, they look like... They're very boxy. Yeah, they, well, it's, it is. It's that kind of boxy Paul Dini style, but just in three dimensions. And it looks great. Like, they're doing uh, Batman's uh, uh, grapnel launcher. That, that, you know, that little, uh, grappling hook gun that he would constantly pull out and use to swing around buildings and stuff. And it looks so good. <laughs> it looks so good. And they're doing like, uh, Mr. Freeze's, uh, freeze gun. And his goggles. Again. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I, if I, I, I mean, I don't have the pictures in front of me because I didn't intend to talk about these, but. The prop replica stuff made me think about it. I believe that it's uh, the guns kind of painted with kind of streaky highlights to just kind of make it look like it's got that kind of cartoon reflection on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's really neat looking. And they're doing um like the Batman Beyond uh, Batarang as well. That uh that kind of like very thin uh uh. Batarang with kind of the long tail to hold on to when you're throwing it. Don't you so. think it's time they do a Batman Beyond movie? I mean, there's the nostalgia there for that. Yeah, I mean, it's you know we we are very clearly hitting the point where like it's like the '90s kids. You know, we're sort of drifting. I mean, there's still obviously crap tons of eighty nostalgia bait out there, but we're starting to get a little more '90s nostalgia bait tossed out there. I mean, we're getting Spider-Man toys based on the '90s show. Exactly right. So, I mean, I'd be I'd be way down. I mean, I liked Batman Beyond was really good. Mm-hmm. So I would I would very much go see a live action Batman Beyond. Especially, and I know this is like a fan casting that has been talked about for ages, but like if they got Michael Keaton to play old Bruce, that would be fantastic. It would be amazing. Because Michael Keaton, great actor, and it would be a it'd be a fun kind of tie into the old Burton movies. Yeah. I'd be all for uh, a uh, a live-action Batman Beyond. 
There's something strange in the neighborhood. So who are you going to call? Ghostbusters! Joel Shepard. But anyway. Yes. Back to our picks. Yes, back to our picks. Um, I guess it's up to me. It's, all, my, it's my, up to you. My, my final one. This is this is a, this is brief. This is way briefer than than the other ones. Um, I stand on the Lego thing. Uh, Lego uh unveiled uh the new uh Mandalorian sets based on the the yeah Star Wars Mandalorian show. Uh, we did have one set uh released a couple months ago. Uh, that was based on the sh- on one episode of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was like an ATST. And you got, uh, yeah, you got the Mandalorian minifigure in there. And then, um, uh, oh gosh, I forget her character's name. Cara Dune. Cara Dune. Yes. You got the Cara Dune figure. Uh, but, um, yeah, now, uh, they've, they've just announced, uh, two more sets, uh, f- for the Mandalorian. One of them is a, uh, Brickheads set, a two pack. Of Brickheads, um, and uh, it is, of course, a, a Brickhead of the Mandalorian, and one of the Child. That's right. It's the Child. The Child is the name that we have been authorized to use to describe this character, <laughs> who is not Baby Yoda. Definitely not we Baby Yoda. Is the Child. We, Get it right. We can assure you, it is not Baby Yoda. Uh, but Baby Yoda comes in his little hover carriage, which is cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a really cool set. I don't yeah, buy little- a lot of Brickheads these days, but I will definitely pick this one up. Yeah, and as we've talked on the show before, I am—I still have all the Star Wars Brickheads. I, I do have a complete set of those, uh, even the, the, the slightly more scarce uh, New York Comic Con set that came out a couple of years ago. But uh, yeah, I will definitely pick up even the, the Rise of Skywalker ones. Your favorite movie? <sighs> Were there Rise of Skywalker ones? There's a Sith trooper. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, there was. Yeah, it was the two pack with the Sith trooper and uh, Kylo Ren. Yep. Uh, with his uh, mask on, I did. I did buy those. Yes. Even though I know you're a big fan. Even though Rise of Skywalker was Rise the of Skywalker. Was the best. Yeah. Well, you know. Whatever. <laughs> But Mandalorian's great. Mandalorian is great. And uh, yeah, this this Brickhead 2-pack is fantastic. Yes, yes. Um, I'm looking to see if they have a release date on this. And I'm not seeing a release date. Mm, You can pre-order them now. Let me see here. Let me click the pre-order link. Uh, The the minifigs, the blind bag minifigs that we were just talking about, uh, I believe come out uh, April 19th, maybe, Mm. was the date. So... Um, let's see here. Do they? Oh, August 1st. August 1st for, uh, the Mandalorian sets. Um, the Brickhead set is 20 bucks for the two characters. Uh, the other Mandalorian set, it comes out September 1st. Significantly more pricey. Yes, significantly, uh, at $129.99. <laughs> uh, for this set that has, uh, uh, 1000 23 pieces. You got that Star Wars tax. So you got that little, you got that Star Wars tax, certainly. Uh, this is a set of the Razor Crest. Yeah, this is the set I've been waiting for. 
Yes, which is that is the name of the Mandalorian ship. And so this is. This is it's not Baby ship. Slave One. <laughs> oh man, no! This is this is the Razor Crest, and in addition to a pretty nice looking model of his ship that is loaded up with stickers, it looks like. Oh yeah, I mean. One, two, three, four, five, six. Probably double that for the other side of the ship, so 12. <laughs> Looks like that might be some, I can't tell if the windscreen, if those are stickers, but it wouldn't surprise me. There's probably stickers inside. Probably stickers inside, and oh man, if those are stickers, oh, putting stickers on curved, clear windscreens is the worst. And boy, one of these, the the two engine pods have mm-hmm. what look to be just giant stickers. Just one giant rectangular sticker you slap on there. Ugh, what a mess. But it's a nice looking ship otherwise. Uh, and of course, you get uh, some minifigures. Uh, you get the Mandalorian, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get uh, IG-11, uh, the... Bounty hunting slash uh, babysitting droid. Yep. Played by Taika Waititi. Uh, you get a scout trooper. You get, uh, what's his name? Grief Karga. Hmm. I did not know Grief. his name. I did not either. Uh, you and I know him as Carl Weathers. Yeah. I just called him Carl <laughs> Weathers the whole time. <laughs> exactly. But his character name is uh, Grief Karga. And of course... The the minifigure that everybody wants. Um, I don't know any of the characters in the Mandalorian's names. I was going to make a joke, but I don't, I don't know any of the I don't know any of the characters' names. Uh, it's Baby Yoda. You get a Baby Yoda. Minifigure. It's Baby Yoda. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I sorry. mean the child. Chi- chi- the child. The child. child. It's the child. Um, but it is a retool of the minifigure babies. That we've seen in in some recent like city sets and things like that. So it's a teeny tiny little baby Yoda with a teeny tiny little baby Yoda head and big old baby Yoda puppy dog eyes. It looks very cute. As you pointed out, he doesn't come with its carrier. Which is weird. Yeah. I don't know why there's not a little brick built hover carriage for him. Hopefully someone. Because, I mean, it would be tiny. (laughs) It would it would only be a handful of pieces making this thing up. So hopefully uh some fan designs a a, a simple little uh carriage. Or could it just been a, an individually molded piece? Because I mean that thing's gonna have to be wee mm-hmm. to to be in any sort of scale with the minifigures, but uh but yeah. Uh, so you get some cool minifigures, you get a very cool looking ship that is unfortunately loaded with stickers. Yeah, that's a shame. Uh, yeah, but, uh, and again, it's, it's a little pricey at 130 bucks, but are you getting it? Oh yeah. Yeah, I probably will too. Uh, I mean, it's a cool ship. I like the show. I like the sort of minifigs. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, this is something that's actually kind of nice. The uh, minifigures. Uh, look at the weapons they come with. They they come with actual, uh, like, Star Wars guns and not those stupid stud shooters. Oh, well, then I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I 
really, really into the stud shooter play mechanic, are yeah. you? Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, those are the worst, those stud shooters. Oh, yeah. They're just so terrible. bad. They should just call them stud losers. Mm. That's all you're going to do with them. It's like, you know, yeah, you, they're they're good for like one play session and then all the little studs you shot have disappeared into the carpet or behind the dressers or whatever. So, terrible. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. Yeah, that's those are those are my kind of big picks for the for uh, Toy Fair. What's your final one? My final one. Um so people don't know this, but you and I will uh speak in movie quotes. We'll, oh, we absolutely we'll, do. We'll talk about movie quotes to each other all the time. It's true. And uh, one of our favorites is from a little-known movie called Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. Yes. And the line is, babies. <laughs> They're babies. Delivered exactly like that. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> said by Shredder. Yes. In reference to Toka and Razor. Yep. And uh, mutant, uh, soldiers, and uh, yeah, ne- Neca's doing Toka and Razor from Baby Yoda to babies. They are babies. <laughs> we can't get enough of babies at Toy Fair. They're doing a Toka and Razor figure, and they look great. Boy, they do actually. They really look good. Yeah, they they look like. I mean, for a what seven inch toy line, they're pretty yeah. screen accurate. Yeah, they they look surprisingly good. Um, yeah, I may have to pick these up. I I remember when I saw uh Turtles two in the theaters uh, back when when I was. Well, I mean, I guess I would have been in high school. First of all, I was very disappointed in the movie. Uh, Understandably. Yeah, because the the first one was so good. I loved the first one so much, and uh, this one uh, was definitely uh, geared towards a younger audience. Uh, Secret of the Ooze, um, and as a mature high school kid, I wanted my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies to be as edgy and mature as myself. <laughs> the first you one know. was pretty mature. It it really I mean it was it you know we we joke and I mean obviously it's still a kids movie but it was you know it was it was a, it was a pretty solid movie, um yeah two was was definitely uh, skewing a little younger uh in its audience mm-hmm. um so I was disappointed by the movie um but I was also disappointed uh and and you know saying this out loud I I understand how ridiculous this sounds I was disappointed that uh. Shredder's hench mutants were these two made-up characters and not the made-up characters that I was familiar with. You know, I did not want Toka and Razar, or Razor, or Razar, however you say his name. I wanted Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah. You know? I think we all did, right? And of course, it's funny where I'm like, you know, yeah, this, uh... Turtle, Turtles Two was not as uh, was not as as grown up as the first movie. I wish it was more like the cartoon, which was aimed at really young. Kids. 
you know, I, 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 I understand the stupidity and the hypocrisy of my statement. So please don't feel like you have to call me out on it. But I was, I was bummed out that we weren't getting, uh, Bebop and Rocksteady on the big screen. Uh, so I was very disappointed in Token Razor, uh, at first. But uh, over the years, I've softened to uh, them and, and actually kind of dig their designs uh, for as goofy as they are. Um, and yeah, these are these are pretty fantastic looking uh, toys. Yeah, so you got like the giant snapping turtle and Toka. Yep. And uh, I, I, mentioning that he's a turtle, did I did want to say when I, when I saw this movie in 91, yeah. so I would have been, what, like 10 or 11? Right. I was just disappointed it wasn't Slash. Uh, yeah, again, good point. It's like, yeah, if you're going through the hassle of... If if you're not going to have Bebop and Rocksteady, but you are going to have an evil turtle, and then he's not Slash? What's going on? Yeah. Who are the ad wizards who came up with this one? But he's he's pretty cool looking. Yeah, and then Razor is the wolf man. Yeah. Wearing some, like, makeshift armor. Yeah, it's a pretty goofy face now that I'm looking at it. <laughs> well, you, I mean, you always did. Yeah. It's accurate. <laughs> I never noticed, um, like, his leg armor uh, looks to be made out of old tires, hmm. which is a detail that I've never, I didn't notice in the movie, but certainly seems to be the case if the action figure is anything to go by. I like the accessories, the little box yeah. of donuts. <laughs> yes, indeed. Got a little uh, canister of ooze there, it looks like. Mm-hmm. I like how uh, Razar has a, uh, looks like a hubcap strapped to his arm as a makeshift shield. So, these are pretty cool. Uh, they're also doing a super shredder. Which oh, I'm man. Very excited about. Forget it. I mean, like I said, I was disappointed in the Turtles 2 movie, but that final bit where Shredder mutates into Super Shredder. That was awesome. That was fantastic. Yeah. I, I I might have to pick up this Super Shredder figure as well. Yeah, me too. Oh, this Casey Jones looks great too. Oh, that yeah, they're doing a two pack with uh, movie one Casey Jones and Raphael in his uh, little trench coat disguise, and that Casey Jones figure looks top notch. I mean, they only have it masked. I don't know if they're doing like a second head where he's where he's not wearing the mask, which I kind of hope they do. I hope so. Yeah. But yeah, it looks great. They should be displaying him with a cricket bat. Cricket? You got to know what a crumpet is to understand cricket. But you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, you got you got the ref, you got the Casey Jones, you need you need yeah. the cricket bat. I mean, that's that's one of the iconic uh, lines from that movie. <laughs> a Jose Canseco bat. <laughs> Tell me you didn't pay money for this. Man, I got to watch that movie again. That was a fun <laughs> movie. <laughs> but uh, 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 Elias Cotas? Uh, Is that the actor's name? Eli- I always thought it was Codius, but I'm not sure. Codius? You might be right. I might be misremembering. But uh, the the actor who played Casey Jones, man, he was great. Yeah was top-notch as Casey Jones. Holy crap. Let's not forget that Casey Jones straight-up murdered Shredder. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) And was all, like, jokey about it, too. Whoops. 
Shredder falls into spoiler alert <laughs> for this what thirty year old movie. Uh, Shredder falls into a garbage truck at the end of the movie, and Casey Jones has, just happens to be standing next to it and like flips the uh, the crusher switch on it and just smashes Shredder, and he's all like, "Whoops!" Like he's quipping about it. It's like you just you just murdered a dude, man. Yeah, and I know he was Shredder, and I know he was evil, and I know he was trying to kill you and your friends, but you know. I don't know if I'd be able to flip the murder switch so easily, you know? It's okay. Like Shredder, Shredder was okay. He came back. That's that's true. He did he did survive, so maybe Casey knew. Maybe Casey knew this is just an inconvenience. <laughs> but no, he looks great with his with his jean vest and his like tattered old uh white undershirt. Mm-hmm. Looks great. Yeah. But yeah, I hope there's an unmasked head in there as well. Yeah, I hope so. Or, or, you know, maybe they couldn't get the exact likeness rights. Yeah, that would be a bummer. But, but yeah, it looks pretty great. I hope this uh, Super Shredder can be unmasked to reveal Kevin Nash under there. <laughs> That's right, because he was he was the guy in the wearing the suit, right? Yep. There you go. Pro wrestler Kevin Nash. Yep. Super Shredder. Yep. Did not play Shredder in the movie. No, not at all. But, but yeah, he was the the Super Shredder outfit. Uh, all you can see are are the eyes poking out through the through the mutated mask. Yeah, because you know that's how mutagen works. <laughs> It'll it mutates your outfit too. Uh-huh. I guess if you're wearing a suit with a bunch of spikes, suddenly it mutates into a suit with a whole bunch of spikes. Sure. Oh man, it's a goofy movie. It is. I I I do like. Uh, this display that they have him on is like a, a shattered dock, which is, I mean, fitting to the movie. That's that's where Super Shredder shows up is like underneath some some docks. Uh, I'm assuming that's just a diorama for the show's display. Yeah, probably. Which is too bad because it would be very cool if it came in like a deluxe box set that actually had that little diorama scene. Yeah. But, yeah, what are you going to do? Babies! Yeah, babies! I think that's a show. Yeah. We we, we did it. We did it, and, and, I mean, we barely touched on everything at Toy Fair. (laughs) (laughs) There's a ton of crap at Toy Fair. But, uh, yeah, we'd be here. We'd be here forever. Yeah. Talking about it. Um, hopefully we're able to record sooner than like a couple months <laughs> in between episodes, but yeah. we'll see what happens. We're going to try and figure something out, folks. Uh, if you would like to reach us, you can do so on Twitter. We're at POA Podcast, Facebook.com slash Points of Articulation, or POAPod at gmail.com. Uh, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on Google Play Music, and we're also on Spotify and Stitcher Radio. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.